Reshoots, I guess. How do we deal with the idea that a film landscape evolves in a way that makes it possible to have the same film occur several times? And the registry is actually four times that I can think of has directly done the remake in different ways. The Mark of Zorro, both the Fairbanks and the uh, Tyrone Power version, they're both on the registry. They're completely different films. Uh, the 1940 version, I think, is my favorite because it's so it's so much of its time. It's one of the best movies of the 1940s, as far as I'm concerned. Certainly the most fun. Imitation of Life, the original Claudette Colbert version, and the more... The 1959 version has far more importance in how the burgeoning civil rights movement at that point was enabling better topics and more openness in the art that they could deal with bigger issues. And Mahalia Jackson's just so great in it. Juanita Moore's good, too. But Lana Turner, and that is, you know, that's the reason. I think that was the first Lana Turner film I ever saw, and one of the reasons why I was obsessed with her in my 20s. Of course, both versions of Ben-Hur are on it. And the 1920s one with Marone Navarro, phenomenal, amazing. The two-scope Technicolor, the two-strip Technicolor version that those sections are just phenomenal. I saw it at the Stanford Theater once with the organ being played by Dennis James, and it was incredible. Of course, the 1959 version, another powerful film that I don't think it's the recognition it deserves. And then the one that's sort of different is Dracula, the original version from 1931, the English-language version, which Bela Lugosi and every possible amazing aspect you could think of what really launched the universal monster concept and the similarly original 1931 Spanish language version which was shot on the same sets with sharing some of the same crew and one of the interesting things is they actually would watch the English language dailies and use that to inform what they were doing in the Spanish language version. Today, film is less about the originality of story than it is about the presence of a story within a technological package. And that sounds like a slight, but it is not. One of the reasons why we keep seeing things remade over and over and over again is that we need to be able to make it approachable to a new generation's audience. For example, my kids are a great example of this. They reject black and white films. At two years old, they're very picky. They only will watch color films. They don't like black and white. But, and even when I was watching Evelyn, she hated, absolutely hated anything with subtitles. So she could watch parts of The Godfather, but when the subtitles came up, she would just completely tune out. How do we deal with the idea that remakes and re-edits and so forth are really important. So a great example for me is Ghostbusters. The 1984 version is on the registry, 100% deservedly. Does the 2016 version get on? And I think it should, because it is a phenomenal film. 
it is one of the best examples of taking an existing property and tweaking it just enough that it becomes not only new and exciting, but it gives the cast and crew a place to latch onto and work. And the the fact that it is a group of females who are all phenomenal, every single one of them stands at the same height as the originals. And of course, uh, McKinnon, and I can never remember her first name for some reason, is so good. She's great. And she does Egon one better than Egon, which is difficult. <laughs> but other films that, you know, you have to sort of think about in this, there are two versions of The Thing that absolutely deserve to be on the registry. No question. The 1950s version and the 1980s version. Both of them are amazing. They both 100% deserve a place. Is there space for them? That's always a question. The one that I think is criminal that it's not on already is Frankenstein. The 1931 version is on. And by the way, if you haven't been listening to You Must Remember This, the Bella and Boris series that uh, Karina Longworth is doing right now is phenomenal. It is maybe a step beneath the Manson family, uh, Charles Manson's Hollywood series that she did a couple of years ago that was the best podcasting I've ever heard. But Frankenstein the 1931 version is on. What I think needs to be recognized is the rediscovered version from the teens that is hugely significant in showing how early adaptations worked by taking pieces out of a film or a source material and presenting that simply strung together. 100% it should be on the registry. And it's not yet. And we saw 15 years pass between Dracula and Dracula, uh, the Spanish language version. But Frankenstein was put in in 1931. In addition, another film that's not on that 100% should be is the remake of Halloween. I think Halloween definitely deserves to be on both the 19, the version that's on already from the 70s, but also the remake because what it recognized was there has been advance in the world. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is another great example. Uh, the 1960s version is on and the ni- or the, the 1916 version is on, which deservedly so, of course, but the 1950s version is not, which I think is completely ridiculous because 20,000 Leagues from the 50s is one of the most important films aesthetically to setting up a whole host of not only genre design, but literally how you tell the story of how you tell the story of not just the mad scientist, but how you tell a Vernian type story. And the fact that it's not on really surprised me when I looked. We have a huge 
huge, beautiful group of films on the registry. And how we deal with remakes and reissues to tell the story of American film. That's an important aspect that I think we need to work slightly harder to make happen. <laughs>